Hello and welcome back to Oxford Eats. It's been a while, but we're back. And this time we visited Myers Cafe. Myers is a newly opened cafe coffee shop downstairs in Westgate. Here, Moore offers unprecedented and unrivaled knowledge of all of his products. There is genuinely nowhere else that you can get this level of personal experience and education on all things coffee and hot chocolate in Oxford. Each trip is like a lesson and a fascinating one at that. A brief warning, we really do get into the weeds in this one. It's definitely one for the coffee lovers. But hopefully we'll also be able to give an insight to others into just how much there is to learn and love about all things coffee, hot chocolate, matcha and of course a bit of cake. Enjoy. First up, the cakes. So, Moore, tell me about all the different cakes and sweet options you've got on offer here. Sure. Uh, of, uh... So we've got three main uh, suppliers for our cakes and pastries. We have Cakesmiths, Barefoot, and Proof uh, Bakery, which is a tap social movement, a part of the tap social movement where they hire ex-offenders uh, to give them a job and opportunity to reduce re-offending rates, which, uh, which is great. And, and not only that, if you see their pastries, it's huge and look like a f coming from a French bakery. Uh, the head baker there is really passionate about like his his craft so really happy to be working with them uh, you can find uh, their pastries on Thursdays Fridays Saturdays Sundays they don't deliver on Monday Tuesday Wednesday however to bridge that gap for our fresh pastries we've got Barefoot who bake their pastries in Walton Street bakery uh, site that they have with their sourdough bread as well um, so that's what you're seeing today. So you've got cardamom, pano raisin, pano chocolat. I'm sure I'm butchering the French way of saying that. I think it's uh, superb. Yeah, okay. We've got the, um, the cinnamon buns looking very good as well. And, and then a, a very wide selection of brownies. Tell me about them. Uh, what, the brownies uh, right now, I've got, uh, I've got all of the ranges that they have. Peanut butter, salted caramel, raspberry brownie, and Biscoff Lotus, which is really popular. What's, what's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is, uh, I tried raspberry yesterday, uh, and it's really, really good. Black Forest vibes? Yeah, much so, very <laughs> much so. It's, um, I, I'd, I'd never tried it before. Uh -huh. I've been working with uh, Barefoot Pastries for two years now. And you've never tried and, it? I, I tried it last week and I was like, you know what, that's my favourite. Because, uh, because when when wherever I work, I've tried all the pastries within a couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I think I'm one of those uh, customers uh, that won't try something uh -huh. new uh, and stick with what I like. And peanut butter has been my, my go-to since childhood. So I've always stick to peanut butter. And then uh, some, some, then we got like the, some carrot cakes as well. Mm -hmm. Super popular, I think the best carrot cakes in Oxford. Really? Uh, really hard to be in terms of um, how moist and mm -hmm. soft and creamy the, uh, the fillings are. Yeah, because that's often and the problem with carrot cake in particular, as it dries out quite a lot, doesn't that's it? That's right, that's right. And uh, with, uh, with the cake smiths, uh, they very, like, what I find, what I find with like, uh, suppliers from time to time is that they will say they have an item on the on top, but they're missing it. Mm -hmm. Especially like when students are leaving, where, like I think they they're a lot stretched. Yeah, with, like imagine, yeah. finding staff, they make a few mistakes. But Cakesmiths, I've never I've never seen them let me down. Amazing. So it's great, great, great selections. 
Next up, Moore showed us just how fantastic a filter coffee can be and how much you can go into it. So the first pour usually is 30 seconds for 30 grams of water on your coffee and then the second pour is 120, 130 grams of uh, water to 130, 1 minute and 30 seconds of brewing and then you do slow, gentle, intricate swells over your coffee at a consistent rate over the coffee beans Try not to put water directly on the paper for 275ml of water and there we go a little bit over a little under it's not too much of a biggie in my opinion uh, essentially if you have really good coffee beans like we have here it's an Ethiopian Sidamo by Skylark it's it's gonna be a delicious coffee. It's very hard to go wrong uh, with your bro, uh, brewing technique if you have a really good coffee. Amazing. And how does the different, <clears throat> how fine the grind is? Mm -hmm. How does that dictate how you do your pour? Uh, depending on the brewing technique, there is a preset parameter. So you want a, a brew time of three minutes, 30 seconds to four minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you make it finer, that brew time is longer and therefore your coffee will taste very dull and bitter. And, uh, and it takes a long time for, for it to filter through the paper. So you sort of like learn to adjust your grind size to a coarser one uh, so that you, it, it, the water filters through the coffee beans within that range of time that you've set. And that range of time is just simply because of uh, experience that the more you coffee that takes that long to brew through the coffee uh, filter paper it tastes really good light and balanced and sweet more also offers matcha something he's only started doing in recent times purely because of just how many people were making the request so, so talk to me about the, the matcha offering you guys have got here. So our matchas, uh, we, there's two different matcha lot, uh, matches you can get. You can get a matcha latte one, which is a lower grade of matcha, a little darker, a little bit more uh, uh, bitter, sort of like uh, tea, uh, green tea uh, taste. And you've got ceremonial matcha. These are like made, gathered from the, like, the first buds of the green tea. Uh, and they're very light and gentle uh, and, and, and the higher grade of matcha that you buy, the more gentle and smooth the, uh, it will taste. So we've got uh, from Rare Tea and Co, which is a direct traders uh, and, and single origin of, uh, the, uh, of teas uh, we get from our suppliers, uh, who are our suppliers. And um, sorry, one second, I'm not sure what he's suggesting. Oh, he needs the size. So I was just saying that Rare Tea & Co uh, is a London-based brand tea that we get our matchas from. Uh, we get the ceremonial, ceremonial matcha, which is a lovely green light, gentle uh, powder. And we offer our matcha drinkers a range of uh, alternative milks as well. Oat, almond are like the most popular ones. And then soya uh, allows people to just have an alternative uh, sort of uh, option for their matcha latte and really taste like delicate flavor notes of the of the green tea uh, it, like i think uh, matcha is one of those fields of like drinks that it's like on its own 
and they have its own flavor com complexities that one can discover um, yeah just like uh, wine and there's like subsects of wine mm -hmm. that you can uh, Yes. get into it's a whole world I've, I've never even entered but have you found you said you found loads of customers asking for it originally and have you seen people take it up as a as a, one of your more popular drinks um, I, I've, uh, I've definitely found uh, sections of like more more uh, yes and no uh, when I first had it I had a lot of like walking in customers uh, that were traveling into Oxford as tourists uh, especially from the Asian countries They've, uh, they've walked in just for the matcha and picked up uh, a cake uh, or the fresh pastry. They're like, I didn't know you guys existed. I saw the matcha. I just walked in. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, so uh, offering a variety of different like, sort of options for different groups of people uh, seems to be an amazing sort of like a way to go forward. And get people into, into your retail offering. Uh, the, yeah, I, 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 I th that that's been, I think, uh, so the retail offering, uh, we all work, I am working on it really hard to get some matcha, so you can make those matcha at home, uh, like Whithard, um, I've uh, been in there and I'm like, that is such a great selection, but certain, certain people walking into Oxford, they don't know how to navigate or where to go, so if they're still in Oxford, they can just pick up a matcha from us. And, and talking about all the other retail offerings you guys have here, so you've got your coffee on, on, on sale, you've also got the hot chocolate chunks. Mm -hmm. um, what's your sort of best seller and what do you find people tend to come to you for? Uh, I find chocolate, because it's uh, been, uh, the, the previously the tenants of this particular store, it's a very small store, was uh, Cocoa Chemistry, so a lot of people ha still have that place in mind, it's like, they come in, it's like, I thought this was a chocolate shop, <laughs> I've come to pick some chocolate up, and little did I know, it's like, the retailer has changed, uh, we've, uh, we've got Myers Coffee Shop now, and um, they, they still pick, do chocolate. <laughs> we still do chocolate, and it's an amazing chocolate that we have. The the cocoa collection, uh, our sort of supplier, uh, won an award in 2013 for how amazing the cacao was, and we offer a range of between 32% cacao, which is a, 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 a west uh, west coast. Uh, 32% white chocolate uh, to all the way to 100%. So we've got Tanzanine, 58%, Madagascar, Haiti. And, uh, I love 100%. I've got to say, yeah. but when I'm working, I don't find many people ever order 100%. Right. Do you guys hear? I think the caffeine content also puts people off quite a bit. D that's right, that's right. Uh, I, I sort of, uh, depending on the groups of people that come in, uh, I usually sort of like, people like sort of <laughs> point it out and be like, Hey, are you? Are you? Would you like to? Would you like to go for it? And uh, over here, we do offer a taste as well. So I'll be like, Hey, would you like to taste some? Before you either buy a bag or want to order it, and they do taste it, and they're like, Oh no, that's a bit too much. That's very rich and decadent. And they'll go for eighty-two percent Madagascan, and they're like super happy about it as well. What's, what do you think is the best milk pairing for the one hundred? Uh, coconut, I think. Uh, coconut sweetens it. Sweetens it, and. Uh, still be able to carry that like cacao flavor through uh, usually I do offer it to be on a more and um, on a more for latte size so I dilute it a bit more if they like uh, but yeah it's uh, the hot chocolate has been like really popular and it's really tasty so I do get people to, to come in and say that's the best hot chocolate I've had for years <laughs> I'm like excellent great uh, but I think with hot chocolate as well how you texture your milk uh, goes really well so if there's any 
uh, sort of like cafes are listening to this podcast, uh, please do take note. Texture your milk really well and as creamy as you can get those milk because it makes the chocolate heavenly to, froth, to have. The froth is the essence of the hot chocolate. That's I met right. a very famous man who once said that. Did he? Really? Did. Was yeah. that you? It, it wasn't, but it was someone who's in there now, I promise. <laughs> um, amazing. There was certainly one happy customer. So we've got our matcha taster here, Yvonne. I unfortunately cannot do matcha. It's, it's really not my cup of tea, but Yvonne loves matcha. And what are we thinking of this one? I like the matcha at Maya's. It's very light with the perfect combination with oat milk. Yes. Um, next time I'll try with almond milk, but for the oat milk, it's very light and foamy. So it's the perfect combination for me today. Yeah, I, I can see that froth on top. Do you yeah. just always, does matcha often come like that or not? No. Always? things because of the milk, yes. Awesome. And perhaps the most special thing about Myers is the incredible amount of retail options they've got on offer as well. Um, and why do you think people should be coming into Myers to get their coffee instead of ordering online or, or through a normal supermarket? Uh, so what we, I offer, or we offer as also a training when we do hire people is when you do come in, we offer a range of coffee beans and we have these tasting cards from those coffees out as well so you can read through each one and then if you're still unsure about which coffee is suited for you you can just ask hey i've got a espresso machine do you have a coffee bean that you recommend and then i'll come over and be like what is your tasting notes how do you usually buy your coffee and with espressos usually it comes with chocolatey nutty something simple and traditional so i'll have like a range of suppliers currently i've got skylark redemption coffee and new grant and i'm able to like uh, I'm able to like help them, give them three or four options and be like, hey, so this is like your traditional, this is a bit more out of your sort of comfort box, what would you like to go for? And they're like, oh, I want this one. And then maybe I'll try the other one another time. Uh, and that's, that seems to be really good. And also I can like recommend it people like, oh, this is a young roast. It's like we get our coffees, uh, like 30th of January was roasted um, and so I suggested, hey, look, leave them for two weeks. Or if you are brewing it and you don't have any coffee beans at home, you can leave it. So if it's a V60 technique they're doing, leave it to bloom for 10 seconds longer to let those gases out a bit for longer so you get more of a flavorful, balanced cup of coffee. And your passion for coffee is clear and it's so fantastic to see. And do you find people really appreciate that? Because I don't think there are many places, especially in Oxford, you can go and get the same knowledge. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah, I've, I've got a huge passion for it just because I've got the knowledge for it. And I think uh, when, I'm, when I'm trying to help people pick a coffee, I'm trying to figure out the gaps in the coffee knowledge that they have when they're brewing at home. So I suggest a ratio. They're like, what is a ratio? I'm like, oh, ratios are or like a, a brewing guide in to, to get in really balanced cup of coffees. Uh, so, it, it, and or do you measure your coffees at home? Oh, you should measure it. If not, have a scoop. And then like, sort of just know where the uh, barriers are to their sort of... For, yeah. Introduce them slowly. <laughs> Introduce them slowly as well, because uh, like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a new world, it's a specialty. Loads of people want to buy coffees direct and try to support the cafes, the roasteries, the local part, and as well as the producers from the, uh, from the farms as well. Like, especially in the Oxford community, a lot of people are very conscious 
conscientious souls, which is like really lovely for local businesses. And uh, but does someone good coffee? Really? How many how many types of coffee do you have on um, retail? On retail, so if if I times it, I've got about thirty different varieties of coffee. So they but they're still all either from the same region, Colombian. I've got like three or four different Colombians, but they've gone through a different process. Right now, I've got a new ground. They've got. Uh, a Ugandan coffee that's gone through four different processes of like wash, natural, extended fermentation and honey process. And each of the different processes in which the coffee bean goes through gives it a different flavour note. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, and I've got, and they're priced uh, different as well because uh, and it's, so each one is perfect for a different brewing technique as well. It is amazing the amount of variety. It's a whole different world to enter into that I think a lot of people don't realise. And obviously, it's no more expensive to come here than it is to go to a high street coffee shop. Right. But you lose that that sense of personal touch. So it's, it's, it's really fantastic. You, you definitely do. You definitely do. The other day I went to Tesco and uh, as I was at the big Tesco and they had a Costa. So as soon as I finished checkout, I was like, do you know what? I haven't actually tried any chain co- uh, coffees. I talk negatively about them all the time. I uh, completely forgot how it tastes like. So let me go in. I have their coffee and it just tasted like coffee. There was no other like developed flavors there. And with these specialty coffees that you get, uh, it, it really does develop in flavor. So as you as you sip through your coffee, as it cools down, you get more chocolatey notes. And then when you first sip, you get more apricotty, uh, apricot, like especially with our current house coffee, which is a big house from Negrand, roasted very locally, 20 minutes away from here in Headington. Uh, it, it really is a lovely complex flavor profile from them. And yeah, you just get so much more. I think that's the key. So that's it for now from Oxford Eats. I have to say though, if you like coffee, hot chocolate, or any of the things we've talked about in this podcast, you really must get yourself down to Mike's. It is superb. We'll be back next time with more reviews from cafes, restaurants, and superb independent businesses all around Oxford.